Business is brought to you by Audible.com. everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share tips and tricks and stories of what it's like to be a married couple that owns and operates a business together, which we do, and we have done for 20 years now. Lots and lots of time. I mean, it's really good. We've, we've made it this long, 20 years, and the last two weeks, you guys got encore shows because... We traveled. We traveled. Yay. And it wasn't travel for fun. Well, there was fun. There was inv- some fun there. There was fun involved, but we traveled for business again. Yes. And it was the first time in two years, at least. More than two years. It's the first time in a long time. I mean, I, we had a couple of trips planned and things coming up that we were going to travel for business for, and then COVID came. And, and I'm sure a lot of you are people who travel for business and haven't or haven't had to because of COVID over the past uh, year and a half now, almost two years. And I think, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about this episode, which was some of you were probably, I think more and more companies are starting to ramp travel back up. More and more trade shows are happening or conferences and kind of just, first of all, talk about our experience not necessarily exactly at the conference we were at, but what it was like to actually travel again for business. Um, it was good. It was fine. I think that it was the same and different all at the same time. I think that the Boston airport was less busy than I thought it was going to be, but the Phoenix airport was way busier than I had anticipated. Yeah. You know, I found I found my anxiety peaked a couple of times. Now, this wasn't the first time that I have flown since COVID. This is the first time that you and I have flown together. I flew uh, by myself uh, earlier in the month. Um, the Yeah, the Boston airport was kind of low-key. The Phoenix airport, which is a big airport to begin with, had a ton, ton of people in it. I, I think for me, like, one of the things was is just, you know, managing that anxiety going through everything. I can't imagine what that airport is would be like if it's busy. Yeah, at, like, peak time. Yeah, it was, there were people everywhere. Yeah, so I think, you know, one of the things that you and I kind of dealt with, and we also had one of our employees come with us, which is to try to manage that anxiety along the way. Yeah, and he, he hadn't flown since before. 9-11. So this was a whole new experience. Forgetting about COVID, he hadn't flown since security and TSA went into place. Right. And so um, I thought one thing that was kind of funny about the whole thing was, you know, in, in our experience of traveling prior, you know, when we had flown a lot for both personal, personal and, and business reasons, I think that you take for granted the, the fact that, you know, everything's just kind of there and easy at an airport. Like, you get through security and security is whatever. But, like, you know, now, like, you, you sit down in the chair and you want to make sure you're far enough away from people. And, you know, and I was way more uh, – when you're on a plane – like, for years I've flown on planes. People cough, you know. Air tra- change in air. They, they were bringing in recycled air or whatever. And, so be, and now, like, every time somebody coughed on the plane, I was like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Well, and we couldn't sit together, which right. made it even worse. It was like, oh, why, I, I don't understand. Put all the people who are together together. Like, we're already in a bubble together. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it was, all in all, the travel part was fine. It was fun. It was the first time you and I had actually ever been to Phoenix. Phoenix, for those of you in Phoenix that are listening, beautiful city. Oh, it was beautiful. I loved the weather. Fall in Phoenix. Oh, I can't wait to go back. I know. It's awesome. Um, and so we stayed at a resort. We went to a conference. And we'll talk a little bit about the actual conference here in a second. But... 
um, it was nice to be back around people. This was an industry-specific con co conference to our remodeling industry, and so there were a lot of friendly faces that we'd seen over the years, and that was really nice to, to experience. Yeah, there were a lot of people we knew. There were more more people we didn't know, but um, yeah, it was nice to be back in a place where we could connect in person with people who understood what, what we were going through. Yeah. And I think for me, and I, I'm sure for a lot of you, especially as a husband and wife business owner, sometimes when we're working together and we're working together on a project or growing the company, it's we try to keep each other other's energy up. But when one of us gets down or something gets stressful about it or it doesn't go the way we want to, you know, we sort of, we get bummed out and we kind of both, we bring each other down. Our emotions are very much tied together. Oh yeah. And we've talked about that before, but I, what I thought was interesting and maybe because it's been such a big break since we've been through something like this was the highs and lows even there. Like there were times when I was talking to people and I was like, oh, Craig and I are killing it. And then there were other times where I was like, we run the crappiest company. We are awful. We are never going to survive. And I think what's so great about for us as a husband and wife team to go to a conference is it allows us to, we go to the conference, we'd spend the whole day in the sessions and the breakout groups and the speakers and the keynotes. And then at the end of the day, we go back to the hotel room or go out to dinner and we talk about all of it and we associate it, you know, and I think it would be really hard. And there were a lot of people at that conference that were there by themselves. I think it would be really hard like, to go back to the hotel room at the end of the night and you just decompress and, I don't know, turn on the TV, where you and I were able to, like, we'd sit there and we'd talk for an hour about, oh, this person said this. What, like, wow, what a great idea. Yeah, and I, I think that's one of the benefits of being a husband and wife team is that you do have that person to play off. And I feel like for me, I'm lucky in the sense that my entire working relationship, I've had that person. I came into the business with my father and we came to these conferences together and we bounced ideas and I, you know, talked about it and debriefed. And now I'm doing it with you. Um, it's a different perspective when I do it with you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's nice to do it together. It's also nice to be able to tag on a mini trip to a work trip. Yeah. And, and so one of the things that was also nice about it is we'd never been to Phoenix before. And we did this prior whenever we traveled for business. We tacked on a couple of extra days so that we could experience Phoenix. We drove the three and a half hours. I talked everybody into driving the three and a half hours to the Grand Canyon, which was beautiful. It was amazing. I was very worried that it would be underwhelming, like when people come to Boston and they want to go see Plymouth Rock, and then they get here and they're like... <laughs> That's it. I mean, <laughs> we're not saying, please come and visit New England. It's beautiful, especially in the fall. Don't expect Plymouth Rock to be amazing. Right. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a five-minute visit. It's not a five-hour <laughs> visit. Just to see the rock. It's Plymouth. Not, it's not one of the seven wonders of the world. Let's just say that. Plymouth is beautiful and has a lot of stuff to do. The rock itself is a little underwhelming. Right, right. Um, but no, the Grand Canyon was amazing, and I want. I wished we had had more time. Uh, the resort that we stayed at had a pool, because it's Phoenix, and I think every place has a pool. Like, I think Walmart probably has a pool you can swim in while you're there. Uh, so we spent some time by the pool. We got to relax, but we, we also take a lot of that time, and it was funny. I think, you know, looking back, and we'll... 
you know, my favorite part of the whole five days, four days that we were at the conference was day two, we had some downtime and you and, and our, the, the employee that we took with us, he had a couple of his own like breakout session meetings that he had to go to for his mastermind. And you and I went to the resort pool and they had a lazy river there. And Allison and I spent, I don't know, I, I thought it felt like an hour, but we spent an hour kind of just cruising around the lazy river talking about work and talking about things that we, you know, learned at the summit. Isn't that the best way to debrief in the lazy river with a drink? Just uh, chatting it up. Just chatting it up. But you know, you know what sometimes i mean when you're when you're able to put your mindset you're able to put your brain in that place it's easier and the ideas flow and you're more comfortable and relaxed and it doesn't feel as stressful and you're not as anxious and and so i that was my favorite part of the whole time we were there and the whole time that we, you and i got to speak to each other it was good what i like about being in these conferences and going on these adventures is that you are not pressed for time Sometimes when we're home and we're in the office trying to like, and I schedule a meeting to check in, it's like, okay, what's the next thing? I, I can't talk to you about what we're, what I'm scheduled to talk to you about because I'm worried about the next thing. Right. Um, and so that's, you know, this white space, if you will, of getting away um, to work is, I think, really valuable. You know, you're standing at the Grand Canyon looking out and you have the, all of this clear mind of nothingness because you're just you're just looking at it and there aren't thousands of things running through your head or or there are but it's quiet and it's peaceful and you know your blood pressure is lower and it, there's just a calmness about your brain can put things in order better when you slow down and you stop well and i think f for us and i'm and again like i said i'm sure it's this way for a lot of couples and we talked about it oh, i was trying to say this a little bit earlier which is you know it's hard when you're at your house or you're at the office and you're trying to come up and roll with an idea and it's going well or it's not going well and it's stressful and there's a struggle being able to step away and get away from you know, that and and even better going to a conference or a trade show or something in your industry that helps broaden your horizon or let you see what's new or what's coming on the market or what product is might be released. All of that helps you sort of get out of that normal everyday churning cycle that you have. Yeah. So, Craig, what was it like to be back to a conference mastermind group experience? To be honest, it was really energetic for me. I felt um, I felt excited to be talking about the business and the work side of it. And we have been doing a mastermind pre-COVID that has been Zoom-based. And that's been great. And it's always helpful. But you get off that Zoom and, you, and you're sitting at your desk and then there's that piece of paper in front of you or that to-do list or your full focus planner and the next thing you got to check off of. And I think when you go to a conference or you go to a trade show and you're away from your desk, your computer, your everyday forces that are always pushing on you, it really starts to help get those juices flowing again. And did you have any expectations going into this event? No. I mean, to be honest with you, I think my expectations were pretty low because we were, you know, 
we went there for two reasons. One reason we went there is we wanted to be a part of the summit. We wanted to hear some of the presentations and and some of the breakout groups and learn some things. But two is, is we were also there to support our one of our production managers as he went away for the first time to one of his masterminds. And so we were we kind of also went to be a support staff for him. And um, so my expectations were kind of low. And to be honest with you, I, I think that the the Remodelers Advantage Summit that we went to, the speakers um, were really good. It made me feel, like I said, more energized to be, you know, as a business owner in that in our industry. So I really think that that at the end of the day, it was better than I expected. Yeah, I think for me, um, again, I didn't go into it with any expectations. I- I, my thought was, we're going to go, we're going to support Mark, we're going to reconnect with people and, you know, we'll learn something because we always do because they have mm-hmm. fabulous speakers. Um, even to the point of check-in, I said to the woman at the resort, is this place big? I did no research. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but what I thought was interesting for me in like session two of that first day, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, I said, wow, I'm really looking at this and taking this information in differently than I ever have before. In the 20 years prior to this, when I've come to events or, you know, when we were doing our Remodels Advantage roundtables, I was very much the implementer. And everything I looked at and soaked in was from the implementer's point of view. And I was writing notes going, oh, this would be great to tell Nicole. Oh, this would be great. And I realized that I was very much looking at action items and things to discuss from the visionary's point of view. I we I want to do this. I want to move forward with this. But with the look of, oh, somebody else is going to be doing it. And so it was it was very different for me to realize how far we have come mm-hmm. in the business and in our roles in the business. Because sometimes I feel like we haven't made any progress and everybody is so much better than we are. Yeah. I, I struggle with the same thing. And I think that you are right. And you said it earlier that, you know, you, you talk to people in that room or you connect with other people and you're like, you have this like sort of balance of like, they're doing great. And wow, we're doing so much better than them. And they're struggling at things that we were struggling with 12, 20 years ago. And I think, you know, we've talked about this a lot that you, you sort of have these these seasons in of life, not only as a person, but these seasons in life as a business owner as well. And we're sort of in that season now where we are really starting to work on our leadership skills and our being able to connect and help our employees do their positions instead of being the the implement like you said the implementer and taking away from them and being like this is how you do it you know and I think that that's that's one of those things this was the first time we took a key employee from our business to something like this and I think for him it was it was really eye opening as well yeah and I think that part of the reason I wanted to bring him is because. It's all well and good for me to say, we should do this, you should do it this way. But to have out, he's been with us 30 years. Like, I've known him since I was nine. You know, there's only so much of sometimes convincing I can do, but to have other people, you know, push in and be like, this in, in him to go, oh, you know, Allison was talking about that. Oh, I can go to these other people for advice. I think that's really beneficial to help him grow as a per, as a person. And I look at it and go, oh, in two or three years, I'd love to bring this person and this person and this person with us too. Because I feel like we could just grow exponentially faster by being able to include more people in this process. Yeah. And I think that this is, it, it's good to have opened the door to get back into thinking for us uh, personally, you and I, to get back into being able to look at 
traveling for conferences in a different way that we used to. And so for now, it is more of like we want to go to ones that we can get more leadership skills, that we learn more about our industry, but not necessarily the nuts and bolts as much as the how to grow or how to get to the next stage of of our business. And I think that, you know, uh, and, and we, we can't go without saying remodelers advantage. So if you work in our industry, if you are a re- home renovation remodeler, so remodelers advantage um, is a, is a peer networking group that allows other remodelers to connect with each other throughout the United States and learn from each other basically. Yeah. And so once every year they hold us what they call the summit. Um, and I think a lot of conferences and stuff call themselves the summit, but anyways, they call it the summit and they do a big, like one day with a key couple keynotes in there, uh, breakout sessions, and then they have like a little trade show involved in it. So it's kind of, again, learning. And then it also allows you, they have other events where you connect with people and have dinner or drinks and, you know, a little social thing as well. And um, and so it's it's one of those things for us where Modeler's Advantage has been in our lives for nearly 20 years. Um, and we're glad to have now have our production manager in their in their program and I thought they did a great job I really thought uh, they had a program their keynote there was from afterburner uh, Michelle Sonic rule from afterburner and she was awesome I, I have to tell you it was excited so she is uh, a pilot for the United States Air Force and now she's uh, really involved with the Pentagon and and she, but they talk about one of the things they talk about in afterburner and check it out afterburner.com is it's very similar to traction like we've talked about before, which is, you know, implementing things to help make decisions and make your plan for for your day or your business or your month or your quarter uh, work. And so one of the things they talked about was that whole idea of of debriefing after you finish something. It was really interesting. You should check it out. Yeah. And I was really happy to see that, you know, there are more and more women in the remodeling industry. And I was happy to see that the keynote was a woman who could speak to the greater audience. It was really, it was really nice to see. One of the things that I thought about going into this um, is, you know, you've got to, you've got to change your mindset again when you haven't traveled and you haven't gone to conferences. So there are a couple of things that I always try to remind myself, you know, if we come out of it with one good thing, that can make us better, it was worth our time. Um, you know, I try, always try to set a goal going into it, and I didn't this time, but I do think I got a lot out of it. And then um, always try to do something to push yourself out of your comfort zone, whether it's attend um, a breakout session or connecting with somebody. You know, we met a lovely young lady who is in a very similar position that I was in 10, 12 years ago, where she's starting to take over her father's remodeling company. and. Um, we invited her, we went out to dinner together, we got a chance to talk, and that was out of my comfort zone, but we did it, and it was great, and she's lovely, and I hope that we've now made a new friend who, you know, she, she we're on the East Coast, she's on the West Coast, but I'd love well, to see her business grow. And I think that's one of the most important things about peer networking is that you make those connections with non-competing people, you know, in this case, where we can share ideas and we can say, hey, you know, what works for you? What works for me? Here's, even if it's something little, here's a form I use for my employees when we give them a credit card. Here's, you know, all of those kind of things will help you in your business. And, and 
and we've always said this, you know, you sit in one of those rooms, uh, like in Remodeler's Advantage, you sit in one of those rooms, and the perfect company is in that room. All of us together make the perfect company. So let's share as much knowledge as we can so we can we can grow. It was really great. Thanks to uh, Victoria Downing and, and all of the Remodeler Advantage crew for having us come. We really appreciate it. Um, Allison, audible.com, great sponsor of ours. Uh, what are you reading this week? Or listening to so i'm listening to three signs of a miserable job oh that's i mean is that are you trying to tell me something no 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 um again you know trying to find ways to continue to be a better leader and a better head of the company um so three signs of a miserable job it's a fable for managers and it's by patrick lencioni and in this book Patrick tells the tale of a CEO who sells his company and then as a side hustle gig um, to do something, starts managing a pizza restaurant. And throughout it, he talks about the three corners of employee unhappiness's triangle of immeasurability, anonymity, and irrelevance, and how these items contribute to dissatisfaction of for jobs at all levels. So you might have the perfect job, but you might hate it. Well, why is that? You know, you might be delivering pizza and love it and be an amazing pizza delivery driver. Um, The level at which you're performing isn't about how good or bad you are. It's about why are you so happy in your job? And so hoping to get some stuff out of that that we can implement to make our team a little bit happier. Yeah, Patrick Lencioni, great author. I mean, you probably know him from The Five Dysfunctions of a Team or The Ideal Team Player, two great Patrick Lencioni books you should also read. But this also sounds like an interesting one, too. And you can get it on audible.com. And you can get a free 30 days on us. Just visit audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. That's audibletrial.com slash bizmarried and get a free 30 days on us. And you can check out a lot of Patrick Lencioni's books. Yeah. Take a listen. Take a listen. Well, guys, thank you for listening this week. We really appreciate it. Hey, and and if you'd love to be on the show, we'd love to talk to married couples who own and operate businesses together. Please hit us up on Instagram and direct message us. Give us a a note. You can email us as well. Look for us on Facebook, Married with a Business. Or we're also on Twitter and Instagram, at BizMarried. And uh, definitely connect with us. We appreciate it. We love talking to people. It's so interesting. I know. Other people's stories are so much more interesting than our stories. I know, isn't it? So come on. So let me talk to you. Yeah, right. So definitely look for us online. Uh, We'd really appreciate to connect with you. Thanks for listening this week. And remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage because we're married with a business. 